you know, for your lack of trying or for lack of willpower, it's just that our bodies aren't meant to be, you know, sculpted and crafted like chunk of clay. Like it's just not that simple. And I definitely did not make this statement up, but the idea that fitness is for everybody um, is really at the, the first and foremost. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Thank you for joining us this week. Our guest today has the approach to fitness that I've been looking for for a while now. The approach to making everybody feel seen in the fitness platform. Our guest, certified personal trainer Kira, is the size inclusive non diet trainer that provides on demand workouts and one on one coaching for her clients to help them embrace a diet culture free fitness mindset. Whew, that was a lot to say. Kira has designed a platform of personalized workouts that can be done wherever you are. Her focus is deleting the pressure of changing your body shape or size and find true enjoyment in moving your body. Kira's brand on Instagram, it's wonderful, it's amazing, and she breaks down the fitness myths and so much more. Join us for this conversation. to have you here with us. Will you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So my name is Kira Nisko. I am a non-diet personal trainer and I practice with a body neutral approach. So what that means is that with my clients, we focus more on how exercise makes them feel opposed to how it might make them look. So that is still, unfortunately, a very different approach um, in the fitness world, getting better every day, but um, very much still kind of swimming upstream to all of that messaging around fitness, especially that makes it seem as if exercise is only to change the way that you look, lose weight, um, change your body composition and burn calories. I love hearing that. And how did you kind of get into this area or um, focusing for this audience? Mm -hmm. So I got into this because I was doing the exact opposite for a very long time and realized, um, thankfully, you know, down the road that it was really causing more harm than good. Um, So I was able to step back and really reassess that these so-called healthy lifestyle habits were actually not very healthy at all. And um, learning how I can change my mindset around my body, around how I feel about exercise and food, because all those things are so connected. And it's really, um, yeah, it's really changed my entire outlook on health and fitness. Now, you also have a degree in exercise science, which a lot of personal trainers do not have that. It's usually a certification. So if you want to kind of brush over that and uh, 
tie in those connections within your uh, platform as well? Mm -hmm. So we really dug deep into uh, physiology behind exercise, what's happening in your body when you're doing different types of exercise um, and all that stuff is really interesting. And um, also how you can apply that to, you know, making sure your form is good and that you're staying safe in that sense. Um, We also touched on like the promotion and the adherence of exercise and the ways that we can do that, uh, that actually last, that are long lasting and then um, actually are resulting in people sticking to exercise. Um, Especially going into the new year, we know so often that that is not the case. So um, yeah, so digging into kind of the sociology of uh, fitness and physical activity as well, which is really interesting. You are attracting clients that are fed up with kind of the diet culture. What type of clients do you help? For sure. So I would say the majority of my clients are working away from seeing exercise purely as a way to change their bodies. And they likely are aware that they have disordered eating tendencies and are also uh, working on that on the side as well with the perspective um, professional that works with that. Um, And then I also have clients that are fully away from the diet culture aspect, you know, as much as you can be, it's always a journey. Uh, And, and they really appreciate the fact that there is no emphasis on weight loss or body changes, Um, measurements, progress photos, so many of these things that unfortunately are still very popular in the fitness world. And yeah, I'm glad that I'm able to work with so many people that are on the same page as me with our outlook. Um, One of the posts that one of my friends shared that drew me towards you was about heads up for anyone already tired of seeing New Year's weight loss ads on Instagram go to. Tell us more about that post. Mm -hmm. So actually that uh, that's been my all time most shared, most liked post, which is so cool. Um, because it actually has resulted in people being able to limit the weight loss as later has, I think, really uh, t- tangible outcomes that have come from that. Um, so it's not a new thing, like, and I, I wasn't responsible for, for making that happen, but I think in the summer it was actually um, announced that. that you could do that but um really only until you know the holidays that new year's messaging started coming out like i hadn't had to use it and i think i have a well-trained algorithm that wouldn't really show a lot of those things anyways but i was seeing so many of these ads um like targeted ads on my instagram like talking about you know like not even not even sneakily things not even sneaky things that they're talking about like full-on like intermittent fasting for the new year like how to lose the the belly fat like all of these things that are so in your face I was like what is happening like what is my algorithm doing it knows that it should not be doing this and then I remembered that I had heard about um how you could filter what you're seeing so I went in there changed it um and then you know almost immediately that had a, a big impact and then I was like well let's make a post about it, see if it helps other people. And I think that it did help a lot of people, which is fantastic. 
So you have it step-by-step on how to go to settings, add, add topics, and there's a specific little, you know, thing you can push for the body weight control for showing less, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It does seem to be a little bit different depending on where you're located. So I've seen um, other people saying that that doesn't exactly come up for them, but they're able to search like diet, um, meal planning, like you can search kind of different keywords and be able to limit uh, what you're seeing in that way. That is so cool. Um, when looking at your Instagram feed, what are, what are some other popular reels or posts that have really resonated with your audience? Mm-hmm. So um, another one of my topics that I seem to, you know, say over and over again in different ways um, that seems to be taken well is just the idea that exercise should be used as a way to enhance your life and not erase your food, which so many of us, you know, historically have had experiences like that. Really only using exercise as a way to control what you're eating, to burn calories. Um, And it really just becomes such a a life-sucking activity and it makes exercise not enjoyable anymore. Um, And we can even trade out exercise for movement as well because yeah, I know that can have some negative connotations as well. So I really try to reiterate that, um, you know, whatever you're participating in, movement-wise, like that should be adding to your life, not taking away from it. So good. I see on one of your posts here, you have a PSA that there is no getting back on track, guilt-free. If food holds moral value for you and and you're regularly trying to restrict it, when there is fear around food, there will always be guilt. That's a hard one to kind of let go, but people need to hear that. Yeah, I appreciate um, you're bringing that up. I especially see that with uh, like a lot of fitness influencers will have kind of this message and it's like this pseudo food freedom where it's like, yes, you should eat the foods that you love and you should, you know, indulge on the weekends. But as soon as Monday comes around, get back on track, get back to it. And, that's just as much of a, a dieting behavior as anything else out there. Um, and yeah, it's affecting the way that you think about food. So there really shouldn't be any like fine print on enjoying the foods that you love. It, sh- it shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't come with strings attached. I've been seeing it a lot more. Um, anyone and everyone, whether it's, you know, the personal trainers or fitness influencers or, nutritionists, they are taking that food freedom a little bit to the limit. (laughs) It's not really food freedom when you are still counting your calories or still tracking your macros or still trying to burn off what you ate. Uh, The the message is just not clear. It's getting a little sticky. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a shame too because people who are in a space where they're wanting to recover from diet culture are drawn to accounts like that and spaces like that. And it almost makes it even harder to recover because it's so confusing and they're getting these mixed messages Um, or they're not able to fully pull themselves away from it because there is still such an undercurrent of diet culture in that messaging. Yes. So how do you help your clients and followers kind of fall into love and find what that movement uh, is helpful and meaningful for them? 
Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people who have had negative relationships with exercise because they've been using it so long as a way to really punish themselves for what they ate or, or what their body looks like, um, they can get to a place where, you know, people talk about joyful movement and it's like, how do you even know what joyful movement is when you've had such a, a negative relationship with movement? Um, so I suggest one place to start is kind of thinking about what kind of activities you liked before all the diet culture nonsense started creeping in and getting in the way. And so I think for a lot of people, and of course, this is getting younger and younger, unfortunately, but for a lot of people, like what kind of activities and sports did you enjoy as a kid? Because back then it should have been about enjoying the activity, spending time with friends, learning something new. Um, so how can you emulate that later in life now as an adult and, and try and reclaim that joy that you felt back then? So that could be um, like a organized rec league if you were like team athlete. Um, if you're a dancer, there's so many great kind of like dance exercise classes. Um Non-diet is always the best. <laughs> I know a few uh, a, a few great instructors that are dance focused. Um, yeah, and seeing how you can emulate that now and and re- reclaim that joy that you felt as a kid. With your exercise science background, you know the physiology about the body and what is necessary for us to live longer and feel better. What are some must-haves that need to be applied when you are starting a new? I don't even know if I should say workout routine, a new routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know what? And I actually made a post about this um, just the other day because people can get so wrapped up with this idea of what they should be doing or what's the best exercise or activity they should be doing. And I think it all comes down to what you actually enjoy and what you're actually going to be most likely to do because something could be the quote-unquote most effective workout in the world but if you hate doing it or you know the studio or the gym is an hour away from your house and it just doesn't make sense with your schedule like there's so many other factors um, that are involved in really what's going to make the most sense for you and fitting in uh fitting in your lifestyle around that I think is going to be the most effective if that answers your question at all yes and you know as I am getting older every year, I feel like there's always a new ache or pain or um, something that happens. Uh, Any, I would say maybe focus on strength or balance or um, any work on in that aspect? Mm -hmm. So absolutely, like the more that you're able to incorporate resistance training and mobility into your routine, those things are all going to contribute to uh, better quality of life as you age and help you be able to do all of the activities that you want to do. But again, seeing how you can form that around things that you'll actually want to do and, and, and enjoy doing as well. So, you know, you could say like, yes, you should be strength training, like that is going to benefit your health um, and your life down the road. But that doesn't mean you need to go uh, join you know, Olympic weightlifting or something and start throwing around hundreds of pounds of weight. Um, and, and people have an idea too that workouts are only 
something that happens in the gym, but you can also get those benefits of that uh, muscle strengthening from, you know, hiking, you're, you're using your legs, you're climbing up steps, like all of those things are still uh, benefiting you. It doesn't necessarily have to be happening in a gym setting. Yes. We all know that exercise equipment probably doesn't get used as much as it should. So it's just finding the, the fun in working your body a little bit more. And even if we go to like a football game or something, um, the steps that people have to go up and things like that, I'm always like, oh, caring for your body is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. And those are things that are outside of, you know, pressure to look a certain way or have a specific body shape or type. Like you can work toward improving your health and your fitness. Um, even if no changes are happening to your body, there's lots of research that that points to that. Um, and as well, too, like you're actually less likely to want to participate in exercise when the focus is weight loss or body changes. Um, and I think that is because it's just coming from such a negative place. Like you're going into it with this idea of my body's wrong. I need to do something about it. Um, and then your workout movement routine then just kind of comes becomes like this punishment yes what kind of goals do you help your clients uh start when they are just beginning the program Mm -hmm. so i would say overall most of my clients are just looking to increase general fitness improve their strength um improve their mobility uh lots of issues kind of with some back pain um tightness a lot of people are you know working all day and feeling the effects of sitting uh so frequently so really just trying to alleviate um that stiffness uh some clients have more specific goals that are more performance related around you know wanting to get that first push up on your toes um and that's really exciting to work toward as well and that's also a really great reminder of what your body is capable of uh, which can help pull us further away from this idea that exercise is only to look a certain way. Um, tell everyone about your services that you provide. Mm-hmm. So I do one-on-one coaching. So that would be best for someone who was wanting to get that push-up or had kind of more specific goals or had more specific kind of limitations or injuries that we wanted to be concerned about. And then I uh, create the program revolved around your history, your preferences. So that's a big thing with working with me. I really want to know what you actually like, what you dislike. Um, If there's an exercise you hate, you never have to see it. It doesn't matter what it is. No burpees. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's always. I was was just going to say 99% of the time on the assessment form, what exercises do you dislike burpees? Poor burpees. They really need a they really need a rebrand, but for sure, whatever it is um, that you dislike, you don't need to see. Um, and that's actually all online. So all of my trading I do online. Um, and then I have a workout video membership, and that is best for people looking for overall fitness improvements. Um, and again, non diet approach. So especially with workout videos, you know it's hard to find workout videos like if you just search online or on youtube like they almost always seem to be like 
sculpting toned leg workout, like it's just these ridiculous names. Like, and so I really make it a point to have none of that language in there. Um, and they're also quick, efficient workouts you can do at home. You don't need a ton of equipment. Um, and that can be really helpful for people who kind of struggle with getting some movement into their day. Oh, I love hearing that because just the other day I was doing a workout and the guy was like, we do this so we can look good in those tank tops. And I was like, oh, I should stop doing this. Like, oh, I just yeah. wanted to hit him through the screen, you know, I'm like, really? I don't need to hear that. So, um, your, yeah, absolutely. Your website looks amazing with the one-on-one coaching showing kind of mm-hmm. the the video tutorials and how to uh, process that. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. So I can't take credit for the app. So I use a, like a third-party app, but I'm able to upload um, like the specific exercises that I think are the most appropriate for you. And then it counts it down kind of similarly to a workout video. So would say like squat 30 seconds, rest 25 seconds. So it kind of takes that guesswork out. Um, which I think is another thing that a lot of people can struggle with because it's like, you know, you're in the gym and you're kind of like, I don't really know what I should be doing. Like you walk around a little while for a little while, do a few curls and you're like, okay, I'm done for the day. (laughs) So we make it a lot more efficient and, uh, it helps people get kind of the most out of their workouts. Extremely efficient and effective. It sounds like. That's what it's all about. Yes. Um, Tell us what your clients have been saying about the program. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, my favorite type of feedback are messages that say something along the lines of, I didn't know that I could enjoy movement again, or I didn't know that I could become so consistent with with workouts that weren't based around, you know, trying to achieve weight loss. I think I had one not that long ago that said that they can't even remember the last time they thought about what, what they look like while they're exercising or thought about how they should be doing more workouts to change the way that they look. Like they really dissociated uh, that piece from their enjoyment of the movement. And uh, yeah, I think that's really the best type of commentary that I, I like seeing because uh, that's really what what we're trying to do. And that's going to keep it consistent for them because they enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the biggest piece um, and especially, you know, as much as you can focusing again on how you're feeling opposed to what you're looking like. Um, so much research as well is pointing towards that having longer lasting adherence and better body image, better health outcomes. Like it's all so much better. That is so good to hear. As we are in the new year, um, what would you tell someone that is wanting to get started that has been stuck in the diet culture world, but may think that it might take too long to do this as opposed to the other part of it? I can understand why they would feel like that, especially because it can seem like such a leap. You know, so many of us, years and years of our lives spent worrying about our weight, worrying about our bodies, uh, being really strict with how we're eating. To think about not doing that 
just seems so wild. Um, but I think it's actually the opposite um, of what you're saying there about how some people can think that it would take too long to get there. It's that the other way when they're wanting to, you know, do the big transformation program, those things not only take a long time, they're, they take an impossible amount of time. They'll never happen. Whereas you can, you know, improve your habits, add small habits um, in a much more feasible amount of time when you're actually focused on realistic changes opposed to this massive transformation that January can, you know, promote. And I think we need to give a little bit more credit to the transformation part. There's a huge transformation in the mind. It may not be physical that you're seeing, but inside there's a uh, huge jump uh, with making that mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so often this idea we have in our minds of this physical transformation, it's so far from, again, what's even possible, but not you know, for your lack of trying or for lack of willpower. It's just that our bodies aren't meant to be, you know, sculpted and crafted like this chunk of clay. Like it's just not that, it's just not that simple. Um, And when you're focusing on that, it's like the ultimate goal is just going to make the whole process so difficult because it's like, what do they say? The, the end goal keeps moving. Like you think you're there and then it goes a bit further. Like there's always something else that needs changing. It's just like a never ending battle with yourself. Um, you have so many wonderful posts on your page as well as bringing your ideal client to life. Uh, a lot of videos, graphics, maybe not what someone would think would be the, I, you know, the idea of a fitness physique, um, I just love seeing all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. That's really important to me for yes. sure. Um, for a few different reasons, because, you know, let's talk about like mainstream fitness marketing is a very specific look. And not only does it, well, it really perpetuates this idea that this is the ultimate look that you should be going for. Um, if you don't look like this, you don't fit in. And it turns people away from even wanting to participate. Um, so really, it should be more of a welcoming atmosphere because anyone who wants to participate in movement should feel welcome to. Um, yeah, so it's definitely important to have um, an idea of diverse diversity across any type of fitness programming um, so that everybody feels included. Yes, you do a great job at that. And sometimes we just think, I don't know, it's almost like when we see things, we we are not thinking about that. And then when you see your images and graphics, it's like, oh, that's so much better, you know, uh, uh, to make it more uh, realistic. Mm-hmm. So, and I definitely did not make this statement up, but the idea that fitness is for everybody. Um, is really at the, the first and foremost of of how I feel about um, just the whole fitness thing. Right, right. Um, I love it. Where can people find you and connect with you? Mostly on Instagram um, and Twitter a little bit. And yeah, I'm actually 
pretty active on Instagram. I probably shouldn't be on there as much as I am. (laughs) Always love chatting and connecting with people on there and yeah, talking through some fitness myths that are happening because there's a lot of them. Yes. And tell everyone your handle. Uh, Just my name at Kira Onisco. Great. And I see you have lots of one-on-one coaching fit from home as well for getting even a free trial in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. And that's just at my website, um, yourtrainerkira.com. So if someone does um, the free trial of the fit from home, the workout video membership, they can just like fill out a little survey of like what they thought about it. There's just a few questions and then they'll get a 25% off. For opening our eyes up and making um, this the mainstream, making us learn how to move our bodies better and feel better about ourselves and taking that mindset shift to a new level. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, I just love her brand so much and her message. I asked her if there are people like her with her niche because I've not seen any coaches really taking on this platform to the next level like she is. She said there are, but I'm a huge fan of her coaching technique. And you better make sure to check out her personalized coaching program because it is so cool. (laughs) I was impressed. She is another expert making their voice matter and deleting diet culture. So let's keep it going. Share this episode with a friend and thank you, thank you so much for joining us on the Dealing 